Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturate, creator of pre-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. And today I've got the gorgeous Noelle back on the podcast. She's been on, I think, have you been on twice? Yeah, twice. Yeah. Yeah, and she's um, <laughs> she lives in the US and she lives on this incredible property. Like, go follow her on Instagram. And she's got two kids and she makes all this amazing food, like sourdough, everything. And every time I see your stories, I'm like, oh, that looks so good. Sometimes <laughs> I get adventurous and I make her coffee uh, recipe, which is like egg yolk. And I put brown sugar and mm. coffee and collagen and milk. And it is like, if I don't want to have breakfast, if I'm going out to breakfast a bit later, I have that first because I want to have a coffee and it's divine. It is so nice. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So maybe just quickly, Noel, for people who don't know you, just yeah. tell them a little bit more about who you are and what you do. And Yeah. So I am sort of like an ex-health coach in the field um, and share uh, my knowledge on Instagram for free. But my husband and I have online courses and a supplement and beauty care company where we sell pro-metabolic supplements and skincare in the US. And um, then I share about motherhood and homeschooling and home birthing on my Instagram account. And so um, I primarily encourage women to ditch diets and fully nourish their bodies and from a pro-metabolic ancestral sort of approach of nutrition, but also um, a very like slow living sort of lifestyle um, with your kids. <laughs> So kind of all of it. Yeah, you're like, how slow can that be? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand. Yeah. yeah. She's always up like out, milk and the bloody cows and, you know, like and she was just talking about the milk and how I said, oh, is it just incredible? It must be beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it's really amazing to like go out there in the morning. I wear my daughter on my back and then my son sort of, he helps me or he'll like chase the sheep away or he'll just ride his bike around. He just kind of plays. And it's, it's really cool because I, I didn't grow up like that, but um, I was always like really nature oriented and, and wanted to like kind of have that lifestyle. And so it's, it's, awesome to see like my kids just like from the start, like being involved in farm life and just spending 90% of their days outside and knowing where their food comes from and like all of it without having this emotional um, sort of attachment or resistance to food, you know, like mm. my kids are going to grow up just nourishing their bodies. Cause like, that's the food that they know, you know, it's not going to be this complicated thing. And um, there's no unlearning involved, which is so beautiful. So i I really do enjoy everything that we're doing, even though it's very hard work. <laughs> it does. It looks like you have busy days. It's interesting <laughs> what you were saying about the unlearning. You know, I um just uh, I just tell you I did this podcast with Danny and Jay, and we were talking about restrictive diets. And when I first found Emma, my business partner, the nutrition coach, and people who are listening to this will know who she is. So she's also like practices a repeat inspired nutrition, you know, approach yes. as well. And um, I remember doing some consults with her initially and I was like, oh, this is just like how my grandma used to feed me. So my grandma, who's dead now, I just loved her so much. Like she was such a homely, motherly, like we'd make 
Christmas cakes and we'd do crafts and she'd take me to see Annie. And, and so (laughs) I just remember the food that like for breakfast, she'd, she'd squeeze oranges for breakfast, like make fresh juice. She'd cut pawpaw down from her tree and she'd pour the juice over. We'd have eggs cooked in butter. So she always had this little like container of butter in a glass, little people can't see what I'm doing, but a little lid thing on the bench. She cooked with lard, you know, lots of roast meats, parsnips, potatoes. You'll never remember Mm. a ton of green vegetables, only like with the roast, sometimes she'd do Brussels sprouts, but they'd be really well Mm -hmm. cooked in like pork fat and pork and like, you know. Yeah. And she'd make cakes and like ice cream and custard and the milk would get delivered in the glass bottles. You know, it was just, and she'd make, um, kidneys on toast for my granddad oh it smelled mm-hmm. gross like with parsley I still remember she'd make it but just yeah. all the, the, you know the way that we eat now the yum and she'd make her own cakes and Bicky's shortbread oh god she made the most amazing shortbread you know and so now, good I just kept eating like that yeah I know isn't that crazy I I speak to so many people online that um were actually raised like eating that way and like have mm. gone so far off that spectrum to eating vegan or mm. just but but more like junk food vegan and then mm. fruititarian and all these different things and finally in their late 20s they make their way back to real food and it's so interesting how that how that um happens i i wasn't raised on on food like that i mean we had whole real food i didn't eat a lot of junk food but um i i started practicing holistic health and like really getting into uh, Ayurvedic medicine and Chinese medicine when I was 12. So most of my life, like I spent anyways, just sort of eating whole real foods. But it wasn't until my early 20s that I found um, Ray Pete's work and sort of like had to unlearn everything I went to school for, for nutrition for and, and then relearn it. Just so, so interesting. I feel like we all have to kind of make our way back to this whole real food um supporting like our digestive systems and our thyroid way of eating and living because it's more than just food too it's it's a way of life because you you can't be like stressed out eating food and then expect to feel good you know you have to you have to be um your, your nervous system has to be regulated you have to feel relaxed in order to digest and absorb your food properly. And mm. I think that's something that people make as a mistake too in their healing journey. They're like trying to do all the things. Like, let me get all the things right. And they're completely overlooking the fact that they're incredibly stressed and unhappy, mm. you know, so you gotta be happy with your food. But um, I think that comes with time and with educating yourself on physiology and like how the body works, you know, cause like once you know how the body works and, and like the nutritional content of certain foods, like what they do to the body, it's very easy to like feed yourself. And then it's just like, Oh wow, I can eat anything. <laughs> like I, know. I can have whatever I want. Like I could literally have whatever I want. And this is like not complicated, you know? Um, so I hope everyone eventually gets back there. I feel like we're moving that way. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, and I totally agree too on that bit about the stress and actually being happy in your life. Like I think, you know, I've had, I just noticed for me, because I'm really good, I eat a lot of food, you know, I get sun, I do all the fucking things in the, you know, the supplements yeah. or whatever. But then if I, if there's times when I'm quite stressed, constipated, I'm constipated, yeah. like it would just for the day, you know, and then as soon as I can, you know, resolve whatever's happening and then I'm like, oh God, mm-hmm. the poo comes, you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. fascinating. <laughs> 
It really is. I know. Well, I feel like that's also the same. Like if you like leave your house and you're somewhere where you're not comfortable, like you can't go to the bathroom properly and then you come <laughs> home and then all of a sudden you can, it's like your body fully relaxed. This is a good example of that. <laughs> Oh, it's so true. It's so funny. It yeah. is so true. And that just thinking about being happy and living in alignment, I think, with what you actually want to do. Because, I mean, obviously the nutrition is such a huge part of it, but you yes. can do everything right. I've seen that too. Like women in our program who have like been really stressful jobs, they're waking up every single night. They're doing everything perfectly with the food. As soon as they quit their job, oh, sleep through the night. Yes. Oh my gosh. I have had a lot of, that's a message I've been trying to get across for many years. Some people are super triggered by it and get mad at me. Like, we can't just quit your job. I'm like, I don't know. I did like, I I don't know. Like I, I sacrificed a lot of different things for my well-being and for healing my body, you know? And I just, I feel like in a, in most situations you can like find something that's better for you. Even if you have to give up something else during that period of time, you know? But I've had a lot of people who have messaged me like, I was really triggered by what you said years ago, but I ended up quitting my job. And like now I, you know, I'm healed in my body and I'm feeling so good, you know. So it's definitely there's something to it for sure. And I've actually, and I've been sharing a bit on Instagram, like I've been doing this emotional coaching with this lady, Greta. Um, and you know, in the last, we've probably made like, we've been working with her for a while and the last probably like four or five months, we've made amazing progress and just really like getting to the, cause there's some sort of behavior, we won't tell, go into all the details and bore everyone with it, but some behaviors and patterns and, you know, like things <clears> that were stressing me out. And once we actually got to sort of like the childhood stuff and address that and work through that, and then I got really clear on what I wanted and align myself with that. Cause I was always the same with the food. Like I'm very consistent with my food. And like I said, all the things that I do. And when I was out of alignment emotionally, like I would wake up at 1, 2 a.m. all the time, no matter what I did with the food. And then as soon as we we started work through all the stuff and, you know, I feel like I'm in such a good place now and really in alignment with what I want and my life and everything. And not that I was out of fully out of alignment without bloody details. I want to bore everyone, but I'm just like, when your heart and your mind, yes. when your mind is aligned yeah. with your heart, it's like, it just, it blew my mind, you know, it yes. just, so I can only encourage people, you know, like change can seem hard, but imagine living the next 20 years of your life, not living in alignment, not living in alignment with I your know. heart, you know, and what you want. And you're right. You might have to sacrifice some things, but it's going to be something better. Like yes. the next thing will be something better you know? Yes, it it really is. I feel like so worth it. And I really think also as women, like we need that, you know, it's like, as you were sharing um, about what you're going through, I was thinking about just women in general, like we, when we're, emo- when we're, our emotions are sort of like out of whack or we're not like pursuing what is true to us like we close up in every aspect like even in like our relationships with you know partners you know we like you won't have enjoyable sex if you are emotionally like closed off or you know out of alignment with your truth it's like it affects everything it really it really affects everything even your fertility like you I don't think like women realize like how much that plays into all these little aspects and how important that is. So it's very awesome to, to talk about. <laughs> Honestly, like Noel, I can't like, cause it's been taking me a while for it to all to click. 
And for me yes. to get to this point, and I was talking to Greta today, actually, and I was like, this is unbelievable. Like, I feel so in alignment now. And I know that yeah. whatever's going to happen is it's going to happen. Like, it's all working out for me. Like, if that makes sense. Like, you just want to. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It sounds crazy. Like, it's hard to really describe. But everything that you've said, I agree with 110%. Yeah. And, yeah, it's mind-blowing, to be honest. I know it is. It's crazy when that happens to you. I feel like that happened to me when I met my husband who was like my mentor before my boyfriend, before my husband. <laughs> so <laughs> he was uh, specialized in cognitive therapy and he really, really helped me so much in my life. And just like realizing that I, I was just, I was pursuing things that were not meant for me. And I couldn't figure out like why am I sick all the time? Like, why do I have all these issues? It's like, because you aren't meant to do, <laughs> you know, it seems so simple, but it's like, it's not, it's so hard when you're in it. But then when you're out of it, it's like, whoa, like, I can't believe that. You know, I hope that for every woman, because uh, I really think it makes a huge difference, like in your ability to sustain uh, your, your health, to keep, to keep like your radiance, to keep your, your, your weight, even, you know, to, to keep that and your whole metabolic system, like all of that is really dependent on your happiness. It's, it's wild. Yeah. It is, it is wild. Like the more I dive into it, the more I learn. And now we've come out the other side and now it's like, okay, what's next? Like, it's exciting. It's so exciting to the yeah. possibility, you know, and you just think, yeah, it's, it's fascinating, but I think once you go through it and you, and it's like, there was times I've cried and cried and cried and like, yeah. just like, can't fucking do this. Like it's cause trying to these old patterns that just, yeah. you know, like it just, but it's really worth it. I think. Uh, it is. Yeah. It's worth going through like the pain of it all to come to a place where you're finally like in balance and regulated and in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing. And all of it's like falling into place. It's, it's, it's definitely worth it. You know, yeah. I feel like that was, um, like becoming a mother for me. That was, that was what I needed to pursue and, and my purpose. And so not being a mom was like making me like ill almost. Like I was like, I don't want to be doing these other things. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't want to be a health coach. I didn't want to be doing that kind of stuff anymore. I was like, I want to be a mom. And, um, but I didn't have a husband. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's absurd. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> upon upon meeting my husband, uh, it all really clicked for me that like that was what was going to help me thrive, and I think that's why I ended up thriving so much in, in motherhood because it was true for me. You know, so good. I love it, and yeah. you are inadvertently a health coach. Really? Yes, yes I am. You <laughs> You're coaching am, yeah. through your life it's so funny. experience. I know. You know? I know. And it, I think for me, like what I really didn't want was like the one-on-one -on -one anymore. Cause I had a brick and mortar practice. I was seeing mm -hmm. clients and I was, you know, making herbal formulas, writing their, you know, their diet plans and doing body therapies and facials and doing all these things. And I was burning myself out. Like I was exhausted and I, and I felt like the work I was doing wasn't meaningful enough. So I feel like the online space is great for me because mm -hmm. I can really set like hard boundaries and it doesn't mm -hmm. impede on like my family life or 
you know, my personal life or even my own energetics. Like I can choose to show up when I feel like I can give. And when I, when I can, like I can give a lot, you know, and then I can take some days off, you know, it's like, it really is like much easier for me in that way. Um, so I feel like that online space found me because (laughs) I needed it. Yeah. And you know, like, it's just, you can get your message out there. Hey, yes. Yeah. yeah, It's amazing. Yeah. Anyway, follow. We've totally got sidetracked here. (laughs) Sorry, yeah, sorry. I had, but okay. that was all really great. But what we actually came on to talk about was uh, hydration. <laughs> yes, totally different. But... That hydration is really important. But you know what I see and what happened to me before I found Emma and Ray, and yeah. you know I would drink three liters of water every single day without fail, like just force it in. I was peeing all the time, and I just want to like say that I'm. We're not saying that you shouldn't drink water and hydration isn't important. We're absolutely not saying oh, that. Yeah. Some people Definitely say that. Oh, that. but you're not saying no. Like some days, you know, for example, when it's because it's quite hot here now and I sweat a lot and I train. You know, I've got yeah. this bottle. I like I love bubbly water, so I do the soda yeah. stream, put some salt in there, or I've got some mineral drops. And some days I'll drink yeah. two or three of them because I'm really yeah. thirsty and I'm hot and I'm sweating. Yeah. And then other days, I have less. You know, yeah. so I just wanted to talk about this sort of myth in the fitness industry that you must drink a certain amount of water every single day. And then we can talk about like how to hydrate properly rather than. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. I used to do the same thing. I used to train like twice a day and then drink my body weight in water. Like I don't even know what I was doing. It was insane. (laughs) And I, I was always peeing. I was always dehydrated. I, I couldn't make sense of it, but you know, then upon learning about physiology deeper, and understanding, you know, that water flushes out your minerals, mm. <laughs> that you you can't just drink plain water all day in that amount mm. and expect to to be hydrated. You know, we are also lacking minerals in our food system and our soil. So we do need that added into it where most of us are drinking, if you're drinking reverse osmosis water, or like, you know, your water is totally stripped of minerals too. There's nothing in there either. And uh, it can really throw off the mineral balance in your body and dehydrate you. And when you are dehydrated, it's not just like, I think people think like dehydrated, like I'm just dry. Like I'm just not hydrated, you know, but it's, it's more than that. It's a stress on your adrenals. It's a stress on your kidneys, which is a stress on your thyroid. So it actually lowers your metabolic rate by over quote unquote hydrating with water. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, and it stresses your digestive system too. Um, it's so much more than just like drinking too much water and people will drink and drink and drink and be like, I'm still depleted. So you need those added minerals into your water or to vary the liquids that you drink throughout the day. Like whether it's like an electrolyte, you know, mix or, uh, a magnesium bicarbonate with some potassium and sodium in it, or like you said, a pinch of salt or mineral drops, or even like, I love like half coconut water, half water. Like you do half and half of something or like, a, you know, some juice in, in your water, mm. you know, like apple juice in your water with some salt, um, things like that bone broth, like all those things are much more, um, hydrating and mineral rich and are going to actually like help yourselves function mm. rather than just completely flush you out of all of your minerals and like bur- burden your cells essentially. Mm. So how, like, cause I know people are listening thinking, well, then is there a magic number of, you know, liters of water I should be drinking? How, how would you say to people to guide them on the, how much water they need to have? 
I mean, I, so if you are thirsty, you're already dehydrated. Mm -hmm. So you've reached the point of thirst, then it means you've been dehydrated for a very long time. So you never want to get to feeling thirsty. Um, But, you know, everyone's, everyone's body weight is different and you're going to need water it based off of like your activity level, like your stress level, like all of that. So mm-hmm. I would really just experiment with it. You know, like if you're drinking way too much water, like you're one of those people who carries around like this giant jug and there's like just plain water, like maybe don't do that. And then, you know, drink like a cup of water, see how you feel, mm-hmm. you know, drink other liquids and try to kind of gauge how you feel. Um I think you can also take like an HTMA test to kind of find out where your minerals are at to see like what you might need more of, which doesn't tell you how much water to drink, but it'll tell you what minerals you might be lacking, which you can then like add into your water via like mineral drops or like salt or, um, you know, they make like specific mineral supplements and electrolytes for different things. Um, I think that's very helpful, but, um, I I run into this all the time with like breastfeeding moms because there's like this myth that if you drink more water, you produce more breast milk, mm. which is actually not true at all. Mm. <laughs> like, yes, you need to be hydrated and you need to have like a, a, a good mineral status in your body. Um, but it's not water that makes you produce more breast milk. Mm. Um necessarily you know you actually can end up like like we you know we're just saying like flushing out your minerals in your body which can reduce your supply and that's why a lot of women are like it didn't work for me like I drank I drank two liters of water and it didn't work for me Mm -hmm. you know and it's because they actually they need to have um, more minerals added in. So that's why raw milk is like so great, especially if you can like skim the fat off of it because then you're not getting the extra fat and you're just like mm-hmm. drinking the most hydrating, you know, drink in the mm-hmm. entire world, which is, you know, so mm-hmm. tasty anyways, <laughs> which I know uh, not everyone's a fan of. <laughs> oh, look, I mean, look, if I could have better access, like in Australia, it's, Ill- it's illegal yeah. and there's just not really know, local crazy. farms around here, you know. So yeah. I just say to people, look, you get what, the best quality milk that you can. Yes, the best right. that you can get. I think that's, that's fine right. too. Yeah. And, you know, like, I mean, we just drink normal pasteurized bloody, I mean, still got calcium. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing is if you do well with that too, like then that's fine. Like yeah. some people like do fine with that, you know. I mean, I actually do. Like I do fine with organic pasteurized milk. My husband doesn't, but I do. So like, mm. if I didn't have a cow, I could, I'd survive. <laughs> I know. If I had a cow, totally, I'd be smashing that bloody uh, the raw milk because it is. You know, you can get it in Australia in um, some organic stores, and they sell it as bath milk. So oh, yeah, bath milk. that's so super funny. expensive though. Like mm. twelve, thirteen dollars for two liters it's like really expensive oh, wow yeah it's crazy oh, wow. <laughs> so i know it's so crazy wow. hey? okay. um, yeah um, i guess it pays to buy a cow at that point yeah that's right just drink <laughs> it out of the back of milk the bloody cow um yeah what's the other question i was going to ask you i think that's pretty much covered it i think listen to your body you know like some days you're going to want to drink more some days yeah, you might it really drink depends a bit less. on your stress yeah, yeah. it's stress your activity like you know, and, and I think that's something else to think about. Like if you're a person of like high stress, Mm. you likely don't need as much water as you think you do, but you need more minerals. 
because mm. you're going to burn through your minerals like much quicker mm. than say somebody who's like really relaxed and not so stressed. So um, if you tend to over drink water, you're really stressed out. You're losing your hair. Your adrenals are fatigued. Like your aldosterone is really high. Like those are things I would just be like, like, you know, if somebody came to me with that, I'd be like, yeah, you probably should just like back it up on the water and um, like, let's drink some juice. Let's drink some coconut water. Let's have some bone broth even, mm. you know, I think that that's good to get your, um, to, to like truly hydrate yourself, you know, mm. but I don't think you should be afraid of drinking water. Like oh, I now. drink plain cups of water too. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> yeah, just don't, you don't need to force down three liters a day. Yeah. With no I minerals in it to meet this quota of I have to drink three liters to be healthy. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I drink a ton of fluids because I am breastfeeding two children and I have a very active lifestyle. Mm. Um, but I'm not generally drinking plain water. Like I'm usually drinking, like I'll do juice cut with water. Like I love apple juice cut with water, like cranberry juice and water. I'll do, you know, uh, mineral rich teas like nettle and hibiscus. So mm. um always have raw milk. I have tons of raw milk. I drink like half a gallon of raw milk a day, probably. Maybe more. <laughs> Maybe more now that I have a cow, but definitely that. <laughs> That's so good. I love how you're saying like skim the, you know, you, you skim off the fat yes. and you make it make butter and things out of it. And then you've got yeah. like the skim milk. Yeah. Yes. It's funny. I read on the Ray Pete forum, my name was mentioned and then I felt like, oh my God, like I've finally made it in life. I'm on the Ray Pete forum. Um, <laughs> and um, it was interesting. They said that they're like, how does Noelle maintain her figure while drinking so much raw milk? And somebody was just like, she skims the fat off of her milk. <laughs> yeah. And she drinks, it's like drinking it's skim true. milk. Yeah. yeah, well, it is. It's raw skim milk. So, yeah. and then we make butter, we make ice cream, we make cheese, yeah. we make all this really yummy stuff. And, you know, you can do that if you buy raw milk. If you buy pasteurized milk, you can't yeah. do that, but you can always buy skim. Yeah. That's no big deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. What I've heard that to the strong sisters talk about that. Like when I interviewed them on the podcast last time, they get their goat milk and they, yeah, they've got this machine that makes, that gets the. I need to get that. Yeah. I need to get that machine because I have a lot of milk. How do you do it? <laughs> I'm like, it skimming yeah, the milk off, yeah. skimming the fat off every day. Yeah, you just actually <laughs> literally skim it off. It looks like this amazing machine. I'm like, oh, that would be yeah. really handy. And then they make the butter and. And that's probably what people traditionally did, right? Who lived. Yes, yeah. because you needed that fat to cook your food. Mm. You know, you needed the butter to cook your food and stuff. And, and yeah, you would just drink the milk or make cheese with it. Like there's a lot yeah. of like skim milk recipes for cheese, like mozzarella cheese, really easy oh, cream so cheese. Good. Yeah. I love cream cheese. Cream cheese is like my oh, favorite. Dang, like I love everything. I love mozzarella yeah. too. Yeah, so oh, that's good. so good. Both are like really easy to make too. Like really? once you get into it, yeah, yeah, oh, it's wow. not Mate. it's not as like crazy hard as you think. I might have to yeah. check it out actually because I've been thinking I just want to get back into the cooking a bit more now. I've got a bit more time. Like make all these, and I love cheese. Oh my god, I love cheese yes, and pizza, cheese and so I want to do the sourdough pizza. Um, yeah, so oh, yeah, so good. Um, Amazing. Oh, well, thanks so much, Noah. That was a great, even though we sort of talked about a million different other random topics. So many things. <laughs> um, and I'll, I pop, I'll pop links to your Instagram down below yeah. and that people can go there, follow her, and then you can see all the good recipes and all of her business stuff is up there, of courses and everything. Um, yeah. But no, really appreciate you uh, coming on and I'm sure I'll have you on again. 
Yes, I love chatting with you. Yeah. So anytime. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Noel. 